you're the only person that gets to say whether or not what we want is possible. Us, nobody else. But we haven't taken that authority. We actually give that authority and that power to the past and to other people because we're afraid. Hey friends, welcome to episode six of the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today we are talking about adopting the possibility paradigm for rapid manifestation. A paradigm is a framework or a model, and in our conversation, our context for today, it is our model for life, for the world, for what it means to be human, and how we move through and create what we want. As human beings, we have a baseline paradigm that does not ultimately serve us in creating what it is that we really want, and that is for a variety of reasons that we'll cover today. It's very important to me that you understand your present paradigm and how it is influencing you and how you move through life and what you believe is possible so that you can step into fully and live from a possibility paradigm. When we operate from the possibility paradigm instead of the baseline human paradigm, we are able to create true transformation rapidly. I am talking about quantum leaps. Now, quantum leaps is a term that I know is very overused in the coaching industry. It's something that a lot of coaches use to talk very specifically about quantum leaping income. But a quantum leap is something that once you understand how it works, you can access in any area of your life. It is about creating huge, massive, rapid shifts from small internal tweaks. In order to make those internal tweaks, you have to understand your paradigm. If you missed it, I talked about our winning strategies very specifically in an earlier episode as well as context. Please check out those episodes for full understanding of what it is that we'll be talking about today. Your winning strategy comes into play with your paradigm as does your context. And we will go into more depth about quantum leaps specifically, but today I really want to focus on paradigm so that you can start to see your baseline human paradigm at play, how it's limiting you, what it's made up of, what it comes from, so that you can start to step out of all of those different elements and into what creates the possibility paradigm. So we'll also cover all of the pillars for the possibility paradigm today. And I'm really excited to share this conversation with you because paradigm shifts for me are what have produced so much change rapidly true quantum leaps in different areas of my life, my income, yes, my health, my experience of the world, my lifestyle, what's been possible for me, my business. So quantum leaps are something that come from paradigm shifts. So let's dig into what a baseline human paradigm is made up of and what that might look like for you. And then we'll move into the possibility paradigm. In our prior episode on the two unexpected conversations, we talked a lot about interpretation. Interpretation and making meaning out of everything that we experience is a part of the baseline human paradigm. Interpretation is rooted wholly and completely in the past, as well as the things that we have experienced and the way that our subconscious has led us to believe that only some things are possible and others are not. So we are interpreting as human beings. We are interpreting everything that happens to us in a very specific way, and we are assigning meaning to it where meaning is actually unnecessary and detrimental and keeps us from creating what it is that we want. So interpretation is a piece of this baseline human paradigm, and you have to bring awareness to it. You have to see all the ways that you are interpreting, all the meaning that you are making and assigning to things that are happening that keeps you hooked into your winning strategy and keeps you operating in a realm of change, incremental change and improvement around what's already possible or what you've already experienced or what you believe to be possible. When we come into this life, we immediately begin interpreting things. We immediately begin making meaning. That's how we are wired as humans. So we build this paradigm that says only some things are possible and others are not. And we start developing our winning strategy and moving through life from this limited 
belief system that says I can only have these things. And in order to even have those, I have to behave and be in a certain way. So this paradigm, this baseline paradigm is inherently limiting because it's built on limited experience and information, most of which came into you and started wiring together and connecting dots from when you were an infant to when you were five to seven years old before your conscious mind could even come online. But even once your conscious mind has come online, you still have this baseline paradigm. You still have this baseline model for life and the world and other people and experiences and what's possible and what's not. So as you start to make conscious choices and move towards what it is that you think you want, you're still being influenced by this deeper baseline human paradigm that's limiting, that's anchored completely in experiences from the past. So everything that you see, everything that you come across, everything you experience, you interpret in a specific way, rooted and anchored in the past and based on very limited experiences. So you have to bring awareness to your interpretations. You have to bring awareness to how you're assigning meaning to things and how that's not supporting you in creating what you really want. You cannot manifest something that feels impossible. You can't bring it into reality. That's what manifestation means. Bring it into form, bring it into your experience. If you're operating from this old paradigm. In addition to our interpretations, we also have a very limited belief system. Again, our baseline belief system was formed before our conscious mind came online. It's limited by nature. It is influenced completely by the adults the caretakers, the attachment figures that were in your space as a baby to the ages of five to seven and beyond that. Everything that you believe about yourself, about other people, about the world is anchored in experiences that are limited by nature. So you're not operating from a possibility paradigm if your beliefs are anchored in the past, are limiting by nature and influence you then to behave in your winning strategy to create what you believe is possible based on this belief system that's outdated, that's actually irrelevant to who you are now and what you're capable of creating. Our interpretations, the way that we internalize experiences when our subconscious is the only thing online and the winning strategy that gets developed as a result of those experiences are a huge pillar in the baseline human paradigm. That's why I really encourage you to listen to the episode on winning strategies and to actually take the time to do the work to understand what yours is so that you can see it at play and you can start to step outside of it. A winning strategy keeps you in the realm of change and not true transformation. Anytime that you are operating in it, you are saying, inherently that only some things are possible and others are not. And you're pushing away what it is that you really want. I'm repetitive about this stuff on purpose because I really want to drive home how much this winning strategy is at play and how it is the thing that keeps what you really want completely out of reach. In addition to our limited belief system and our winning strategies that say only some things are possible and others are not, we hold a very specific belief as humans that life should turn out a certain way or else something is wrong. There is a way that life should be and a way that life should not be. This is anchored in our experiences from very young when our subconscious was the only thing online. It's anchored in our winning strategy, what we believe is possible and impossible, what we strive for. When we think about creating safety, security, success, love, and belonging, it means something very specific. And within the baseline human paradigm, it's often not even aligned with who we really are and what we really want in this life with our fullest expression, our most aligned life, and our purpose, who we're here to be in the work we're here to do. It's something that we pick up from the systems in this life. Systems is another conversation that we'll have because it's incredibly important to understand systems, how they're at play, how they limit us, how they shape us so that we can learn to navigate them without losing ourselves. But you were born into a set of systems. You were born into a family system, a cultural system, a societal system, a religious system. You went into the education system, most likely in one form or another. And then you went out into the world and you were introduced to so many other systems. These systems shape our beliefs. 
what we believe is possible and impossible, who we believe we need to be in order to create safety, security, success, love, and belonging, what those things mean for us to have won and achieved them appropriately for this life. Many people have a belief that in order to be successful, you must make a certain amount of money. You must hold a certain title. You should be partnered or married. You should have children. You should own a home. You should have certain things or achievements, a list of accomplishments, a certain amount of certain things in order to be considered successful. This feeds the belief that life should look a certain way, that life should turn out a certain way. And if it doesn't, something is wrong. Something is wrong with me. Something is wrong with other people. Something is wrong with the world. This keeps us limited. This keeps us in our winning strategy. It keeps us operating from a paradigm that says only some things are possible and others are not. It keeps our context small. And we start to be run by fear. And fear is another piece of this baseline human paradigm. Fear runs our lives. We're so afraid. We're so afraid of failure. We're afraid of success. We're afraid of judgment, abandonment, rejection. We're terrified of getting hurt, of feeling things that are uncomfortable or hard for us. We're terrified of the unknown, uncertainty. There's so much that we're afraid of that's built into our baseline human paradigm that becomes a driver for how we move through the world, what we believe is possible, what we think is attainable and achievable for us. We make our dreams and desires more realistic because we're so afraid of going for what we really want, what we might lose in the process, how we might get hurt, how others will judge us. Will we get rejected or abandoned? So we let our fears run us and fear is baked into the baseline human paradigm because fear is what used to keep us alive. Fear is what told us to stay with our community because if we were alone, we would die. Fear is what keeps us in the known and familiar because if we go into new and different, we don't know that we can survive it. So fear is a big driver. Fear is a big aspect and not understanding our fear makes it hard for us to see that baseline human paradigm at play and how it keeps us limited. So what is the possibility paradigm and how do we start to step into it and operate from it? First, we release interpretation. We stop interpreting everything that happens to us around us. We stop making it mean things that it doesn't mean. We stop buying into our stories and we just experience what happened as what happened so that we can tap into what it is that we need, what's missing and what's next for us to stay in motion. There are no interpretations in the possibility paradigm. What happened is what happened. We feel our feelings. We process them in a healthy and productive way, but we don't go into story. We don't bring the past into the future and we don't allow the past to color our intentions or help us answer the questions of what's missing and what's next. The past is irrelevant in the possibility paradigm to what is possible going forward. In the possibility paradigm, you understand that at any moment, you can create an entirely new reality. You can shift your way of being and you can change the trajectory of your life and truly transform your experience and call the impossible into a reality. That's the possibility paradigm. That's not possible if we're interpreting everything. Because the second that we're interpreting, we're going into our stories, we're activating our winning strategy, and we're moving back into the realm of change versus transformation. There's no interpretation in the possibility paradigm. All that happened is what happened, what's missing and what's next. Go back to the episode on conversations and you'll learn more about this or feel free to check out my book, What Really Happened. We'll link to that in the show notes again, but there's no interpretation. There's no assigning meaning to things and there's noticing the stories that we tell, especially the core wound stories so that we can start to heal and clear them so that they're no longer something that occurs every time something happens that's uncomfortable or hard or not what we want. All that happened is what happened. No more interpretations, no more assigning meaning in unproductive ways. There are ways to use our magical meaning-making abilities as humans in a productive way, but it's not productive when we're interpreting what's happening. So no interpretations. Notice where you are interpreting things. 
what those interpretations tend to be. How can you start tuning into the raw emotion in your body and separate that out from the stories that you tell? How can you start setting your stories aside, processing your emotions in a healthy way, especially the more contractive and uncomfortable ones, so that you can stay in motion, so that you're not storing anything inside of you that will become a block and a stopper later, and so that you can stay in motion. You feel your feelings. You ask what's missing, then what's next, and you stay in motion on that. There is no possibility paradigm if we're interpreting. Another part of the possibility paradigm is adopting the way of being of the future you who has what it is that you want and bringing them into the now. This is phase four of the methodology that we went over in episode two. This is becoming the clearing for what you want to start moving towards you. We become a clearing. We open a pathway and a channel for what we want to start moving towards us when we shift our way of being in the world. So who do you need to be? And can you be that person fully? fully embodying the energetics and consciousness of that person, moving through the world from their frequency, acting, choosing, deciding as them now, even though your circumstances are different from what it is that you want. You cannot fully embody and step into a different way of being, the way of being of the future consciousness, the future you who has what you want, if you're not in the possibility paradigm, if you're interpreting, if you're in your winning strategy, if you're operating from fear, If you have a belief that life should turn out a certain way, otherwise something is wrong with you, other people, or the world. When your limiting beliefs are running the shows, when you're interpreting everything that happens, you can't hold a whole new way of being, one that aligns with what it is that you want, if you're in the baseline human paradigm. Way of being work is so critical. It's energetics and embodiment. Who do you need to be to have what you want, and can you be them fully now? Can you fully embody them, their consciousness, their way of moving through the world, the decisions that they make, the conversations that they're having, the way they experience blocks and obstacles and setbacks, the ways they heal and process and clear anything that's stopping them from moving forward. That is only accessible to you from the possibility paradigm. Another way that we step into the possibility paradigm is that we repattern our belief system. This is deep processing and subconscious reprogramming work that we do. You hold an old, limited, outdated belief system about yourself, about what's possible for you, about how the world works, whether or not life supports you in creating what you want, whether or not people are good, trustworthy, safe, whether or not you can have the things that your heart really desires and be okay. To operate from the possibility paradigm, you have to process out old traumas and stored emotions that keep you rooted into those old outdated beliefs that don't serve you in creating what you want. What are your limiting beliefs? Do you know? Because you probably say them to yourself all the time. And if you're not creating what you want, then you're definitely operating from them unconsciously. What limiting beliefs do you hold about yourself, about the world, about life? about what it is that you want, about other people. And you might feel like you have proof that they are truth, but they're limiting you in some way, which means they need to be processed and cleared and repatterned. They need to be shifted so that you're free to learn from any past experiences that you've had. Maybe you have felt unsafe with certain people. If the thing that you really want that feels out of reach is a loving partnership with someone who is safe and supportive, but historically all you have are examples of people who are not, that has formed a limiting belief system from a stored trauma or a series of traumas. And it's limiting you from creating what you want. To have a safe, secure partnership, you have to believe that other people are trustworthy, safe, and secure. That love is safe and secure. That love is healthy. That love is accessible to you. That you are someone who can have it. And when we have past experiences that have shaped our belief system, we have to heal and clear those old traumas, those old stored emotions, those wounds. We learn from them. We have new boundaries and standards because of them. We have new insight and information that will help us make better, more informed decisions going forward. But we can't hold on to the belief that they're not safe, that it's not possible for us, that something's wrong with us. 
So what are the beliefs that are actually standing in the way of you creating what you want, of making it possible? You can't have the thing that you really desire if you don't believe it's possible for you, if you don't believe it's safe. No matter how hard you try to consciously go after it, if you don't think it's safe, because it hasn't been in the past, or you have beliefs that tell you it's not possible for you, or that being a person who has a lot of money means that you're also a greedy jerk who's harmful to the world. What beliefs are standing in your way? What beliefs give you a double bind? Meaning consciously you really want something, but unconsciously you don't believe it's possible. You believe it's wrong or bad. It's not safe. You have to start identifying these limiting beliefs and you have to do the work to clear them. You have to heal the traumas that they're rooted in, the unresolved grief, unprocessed emotions. You have to stop interpreting everything that's happening now as if it was the past experiences. And to do that, you have to heal and clear. You have to process on a deep cellular level. And then you have to install and adopt and live from a completely new possibility-focused belief system. This is the possibility paradigm. You're not operating from a possibility paradigm if you have limiting beliefs. You can't because you have beliefs that on a deep unconscious level tell you that what you want is not possible. That is the opposite of the possibility paradigm. So what are those beliefs that hold you back? And this can be a tricky one because if we've had past experiences that formed or shaped those beliefs, it's hard for us to just consciously say, I'm going to believe something different. I'm going to believe that it's possible to have a lot of money and be a good person and people will love and respect me. I won't lose anything. I won't fail. And if I do, I'll be okay. When unconsciously your body still remembers it not being safe and people who had a lot of money being real jerks to you or other people. Same with relationships. Same with any goal. If your body has a stored belief that came from an actual experience, a lived experience, and all of that emotion trauma, everything unprocessed is still in your body. It doesn't matter what you say consciously. This is why mantras don't work. If unconsciously you haven't done the work to clear what keeps you in that limited belief system. We cling to some of these limiting beliefs because we think they keep us safe. If I make sure to never forget my past traumas, my past experiences, the things that my parents told me and taught me when I was a kid, even though they're making it real hard for me to have what I want, at least I can stay safe because I'll never end up in that situation. No one will ever hurt me again. I'll never be somebody who others will abandon or reject. I'll never be uncomfortable. I'll never be in the unknown. I'll never fail. If we're operating from a limiting belief system, we're in our winning strategy because we're trying to stay safe, secure, and successful within a very narrow definition of what that means. What are your limiting beliefs? What are the beliefs that you hold about yourself, the world, or other people that are actually standing in the way of you having what you want? And are you doing the work to process them, to rewire them, to repattern them? You have to do the work to be in the possibility paradigm. Another piece of the possibility paradigm is something that comes from Tracy Goss, author of my favorite book, The Last Word on Power, and that is taking back our authority around what is possible for us. We are the only person who can determine what is and is not possible for us. We are the only person that gets to say whether or not what we want is possible. Us nobody else. But we haven't taken that authority. We actually give that authority and that power to the past and to other people because we're afraid, because of our limiting beliefs, because of our tra past traumas and experiences. We don't take the authority that what is possible is what I say is possible. When you operate from that stance in the world, that is an energetic frequency of decision and expectation. We talked about decide and declare within the methodology, episode two. If the stand that I take in the world, if the way that I move through life and carry myself with the pair paradigm that I hold, the context that I hold is all anchored in. What is possible is what I say is possible. That is a different frequency that opens up so much to me. But if you have these limiting beliefs, if you're stuck in your winning strategy, if you're constantly interpreting, if you're not healing what's old and stored in your body, you can't take that stand. You can prop yourself up, can stand real tall, 
puff out your chest and you can say the words, what is possible is what I say is possible. But if you're not aligned with that because you're not doing the deeper work, it's just another mantra that sounds nice that we want to believe that maybe even consciously we believe, but our subconscious is not on board with. This is the deeper processing and repatterning work that gets our subconscious on board. Our subconscious is always influencing our conscious minds. So consciously, you can say a mantra. Consciously, you can get really excited by listening to these episodes and deciding that I'm going to be in the possibility paradigm. But if you haven't cleared what's there on a deeper subconscious level that's keeping you in the old paradigm, doesn't hold any weight. It won't last. Your subconscious will take over. Your limiting beliefs will creep up. You will activate your winning strategy because you're interpreting things that happen. Your fears will take over. You have to do the deeper processing and clearing work. That is what I bring to all of my clients, no matter what work they're doing with me. Even if the work they're doing with me is more around building their business and getting their brand out into the world, there's always something deeper on a subconscious level that has to be cleared for them to be successful in that. There's always a limiting belief, a deep-seated fear, a way that they're interpreting things that keeps them from getting their message out or showing up online or making sales. This work is applicable no matter where you are on the journey of living your purpose, no matter what impossible goal that you're bringing to life. If you have not looked at the subconscious pieces, you are still operating in the baseline human paradigm, which is limiting by nature, which keeps you in the realm of change and not true transformation, which keeps what you want perpetually impossible and out of reach. So the possibility paradigm is anchored in this stand. What is possible is what I say is possible. It's reclaiming our authority. No one else gets to say what's possible for us in our life. Only we do. And when we're claiming a true desire, it's inherently possible for us. As universal law, what do you need to do to take that authority fully and truly and completely, both your subconscious and conscious mind on board? What needs to happen for you to take that stand? Another piece of the possibility paradigm, and this builds a bit on interpretation and is another thing I would like to do a whole episode on because it's very complex and I think challenging for a lot of people to really grasp, but is understanding that life turns out the way it does. We are meaning-making machines. When we can first adopt the belief that life is ultimately meaningless, that life turns out the way it does versus the way that it should or the right way, there is a freedom that comes from that. This is very difficult because as humans, we need meaning. That's why purpose is so important to us. That's why purpose is so important to me. My whole life, my work, my business is built around purpose. So this is not to say that there is no purpose. It's about coming from a blank slate. If life is meaningless and life turns out the way that it does, not the way that I think it should, for it to be worth living, worthwhile, worth remembering, there is a freedom that comes with that. That means that I get to decide what's meaningful for me and what's worth organizing my life, my time, my energy around. This is something that I actually got clear on fairly young. I was a very depressed, suicidal teenager, did not understand life. It all felt meaningless to me very early on. What is the point of creating anything, especially as somebody who has never wanted to have kids? If I have no one to pass it on to, what's the point of me existing? What's the point of me creating anything if no one will see it? And so I went into this very dark place very young as a preteen, this dark place of life is meaningless. And I think that that can be very scary to a lot of people until we understand the gift that it is. And I found the gift at the deepest depths of that bottom, that darkness, that life was meaningless because I realized that I get to decide what's meaningful for me, what's meaningful for my life? What makes it worth living? What's important to me? It's worth pursuing and creating. It actually gave me a deeper sense of purpose and a clearer direction to my life to realize that life was meaningless, that life turns out the way that it does. There is no way that it should. There is no right. Life turns out how life turns out. Just like what happened is what happened. And if I stop interpreting life being meaningless to mean something, it becomes this blank canvas. It's fertile soil for me to plant whatever I want. 
to create meaning in the ways that are important to me, that drive me, that pull me forward into what it is that I want to create, what I'm here to create. And now I live a life where I am truly delighted by the smallest things. Sunflowers on the side of the road in the fall bring me so much joy. They don't have to have any other meaning than I have decided that they delight me and they are meaningful to me. They're my favorite flower. I love to see them. And maybe I have no children to leave anything to, but that doesn't mean that my life is meaningless. I am deciding what's meaningful for me in this lifetime. What's important for me to create for myself in my work to give, to contribute to the world who I'm here to be. And it gives us this permission, unlike anything else, to play full out around what's important to us. So we'll have a whole conversation about meaning, about how life is meaningless and how that doesn't mean anything, how we don't need to interpret that to mean anything, and how we start to consciously choose to create meaning in really productive ways and how that helps us accelerate creating a life that's truly aligned for us. For now, I just want you to notice, how do you think life is supposed to turn out? And what if there was no way that life should turn out? What if life just turns out the way that it does? What if it doesn't mean anything that life is ultimately meaningful? And what would you choose to assign meaning to if you step out of that baseline human paradigm that life is only meaningful if it looks a certain way? That you're only safe, secure, and successful. You only have love and belonging if it looks a certain way, the way that it should on a certain timeline. You should have these things. You should be this way. What if none of that mattered? What would you choose to assign meaning to? What's actually important to you? What makes your life worth living? What game would you choose to play? And what game would you play full out that made you so happy, so excited that you would play full out, that you would be willing to practice living all of this work that we're talking about on the show to make it a reality that would allow your fears to fall to the side because there is no fixed way things should or shouldn't be. There's no such thing as right or wrong. Life turns out how it does. We decide what's meaningful for us. We choose the game that we want to play, what's worth giving our life ourselves over to. This gives us such freedom, but it can be very challenging for our human minds to wrap around. And that's one way that you also know that you're in the baseline human paradigm. You're operating from a space that says life should turn out a certain way. Otherwise, it means something about me. It means something about other people. It means something about the world. It's not a possibility paradigm. It's a very limited paradigm. And it's shaped by all of your experiences when only your subconscious mind was online. It's limited by nature. It's limited. It's narrow by nature. It's influenced wholly by the limited number of people that you were surrounded by as a child and the systems that you were inside of. It's not possibility focused. What would you choose to give meaning to? What game would you choose to play full out if given the opportunity and if you weren't so attached to life turning out a certain way? The last piece of the possibility paradigm that I want to touch on today is this idea that fear and faith are the same thing. This is something that I learned from a mentor who learned it from Bob Proctor. And the quote from Bob Proctor goes something like, fear and faith are the same thing. They're both the belief in the unseen, the not yet happened. This blew my mind. This opened my world to so much. Fear and faith are the same thing. They're the same energy. You are energizing something that has not happened, that's still unseen. Now, complex anxiety is a little bit different than regular fear and anxiety. Complex anxiety is rooted in things that have happened in the past and having a fear that they could happen again. So if you have complex anxiety, you probably have had bad experiences, toxic, abusive, traumatic experiences that need to be healed and clear. So you're not operating from this perpetual state of fear that it could happen again. That's feeding a limiting belief system. That's keeping what you really want out of reach. So if there is a complex fear or anxiety, you just need support around healing and growth work, around processing it and clearing it out of yourselves. From the possibility paradigm, we energize faith. Faith is belief in the unseen, the not yet happened, the same as fear. So instead of giving all of my energy to fear that 
bad things might happen, that people might reject or abandon me, that I'll fail, fall flat on my face, that I'll get hurt, that I don't know what's coming or what's going to happen and I'm not going to be okay because of that. I can energize faith. What would it take for you to shift your energy from fear to faith? To instead of visualizing the worst that could happen, to visualize the best that could happen. To operate from a belief that life is ultimately supporting you, that other people are inherently good. It's possible for you to have what you want. You would move differently than when you feel fear. Fear is a natural human emotion. Fear is there to keep us safe. But fear becomes very limiting, especially when we have past traumas, past experiences that influence the belief that bad things could happen that solidify it because we have evidence from the past that it has happened. So we have to heal and clear that. And anytime that you feel fear, can you shift into faith? What is it that you're visualizing when you're afraid? And no, you're not going to cause that to come into fruition. But what are you visualizing? What would be the opposite of that? If you had faith, what would you visualize? Faith is a frequency. It's an energy that you can move from, that you can operate from, that you can choose from, that you can decide from. Faith is belief in the unseen, the not yet happened, same as fear. So what do you need to focus on to be in faith? Think about a time that you have had faith in someone or something. We've all had that. You know this person is going to bring something to life. You know they're going to come through even though they haven't yet. You know that they're going to be a good person. They're going to treat you well. You're going to have a good experience. You know that something's going to come to fruition from faith. What did that frequency feel like? And can you create that in your body while you visualize what you want happening? Can you move from that state? Because you'll make completely different decisions. You'll have completely different conversations. You will act in completely different ways when you are acting from the energetic of faith versus the energetics of fear. Experiment with that in your body and get in the habit of noticing your fear versus just letting it operate on autopilot and run the show and trigger your winning strategy and activate your limiting belief system and cause you to interpret things that aren't really happening. Notice yourself doing that. No judgment. You're human. We all do this. Can you shift into faith? Not just thinking faith-based thoughts, believing them, operating as somebody who has faith, full faith. Faith is the belief in the unseen, the not yet happened. What does that mean around your big impossible goals? How would it feel to operate as a person who has faith that it will happen, that you are supported, that everything is aligning for you, that you're safe? And what's blocking you from feeling that? And how will you start to heal and clear that so that you can fully embody faith? This is the possibility paradigm. These are all aspects of it. Notice where you're in the baseline human paradigm. Give yourself grace, no judgment, no beating yourself up. You are human. You are wired to have that paradigm. Being a human in this realm at this time in this world only reinforces that your paradigm, your model for life, for living, for creating is correct. To step into the possibility paradigm is to change our model for life, our model for how the world works, for what it takes to create what we really want, to be who we're here to be. It's different contexts, different way of being, different energetics different subconscious wiring. And when we operate from the possibility paradigm, quantum leaps become accessible to us. You can wake up tomorrow in a completely different reality. I know this because I have done this time and time again. I have seen my clients do it. When you operate from a new paradigm, the possibility paradigm specifically, you exist in a completely different world. And this is a frequency-based universe. So it will reflect that back to you. It will begin to reconfigure around you. Your circumstances can be one way. You wake up from a different paradigm. You have made what on the surface looks like a very small shift. I am simply shifting my belief system, my model for life in the world. I am shifting from fear to faith. I am not interpreting anymore. I am not operating from a limiting belief system. You now exist in a completely different reality and everything shifts to reflect that. Even though yesterday your life looked one way, The next day, your life can be completely different. That is a quantum leap. It is a small shift that creates 
big, massive transformation. And this can happen in any area of our life. So adopting the possibility paradigm is very potent and critical work. And not everyone does this. And there's a reason that I'm repetitive. I said that in the very early episodes. I will be repetitive on the show and I do that on purpose. It's very intentional because repetition is the mother skill. These are all fine and nice ideas that might inspire and excite you. That might change the way that you think about certain things for a little window of time. That's not going to make your impossible goals inevitable. It's not going to move them into reality. It's not going to change your experience of life and cause the universe to reconfigure around you. It won't produce quantum leaps. It's not enough for this to be intellectual. You have to live the work. You have to embody this paradigm. You have to live the methodology to operate from the possibility paradigm. That's the work. That's why I repeat myself. And I do this with my clients. They start to hear me in their head because it takes practice and intention and a lot of deeper healing and processing work to actually live this. So if you need support, please reach out. We have a lot of different tools ranging from free to paid. Do it yourself to full-on mentorship with me. There are tools and resources available for you. There are pathways to get support with this work. Notice where you're in the baseline human paradigm. Think about what it would take to actually shift into the possibility paradigm. What is the work that you really need to do? Where do you need support? What is stored in your body, in your subconscious, that's keeping you from adopting this paradigm fully, living it, being it, breathing it, having a completely new model for life and the world and your goals? What's standing in the way and what will you do to get support? That's what I have for you today around adopting the possibility paradigm. Please check the show notes for links to different books and resources, including our free workbooks. In the next episode, we will be talking about the single most critical factor for up-leveling any area of your life. This is something that really took me a long time to do personally, but has truly transformed my experience of life and really supported me in adopting the possibility paradigm and healing and clearing everything standing in the way of having what I want and experiencing a true quantum leap in my life. Thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniezamora.com podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals. Plus, our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community, so please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.